Hey, what's going on, Internet? You are listening to the Free Cheese and Hot Sauce pregame show. Today we are talking about the big-time Central Division matchup between the Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bulls are coming in at 35-21 and after a win against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Bucks are 31-23, and which is um, baffling at the time we're recording this. Uh, they're playing the Hawks tonight. We're recording this on Sunday morning, so we're a little bit behind. Um, I want to say the Bucks should lose to the Hawks, so let's say 31-24 and for the Bulls game, um, pending an upset. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, I'm Chris, hey howdy, and we have the original pregame co-host, John. Hey Chris, how are you doing? It's fine day. I'm doing pretty well, it's nice out actually, like I don't want to kill myself when I walk outside right now, it's, I'm doing alright. It's been like surprisingly okay the last two days except for well friday was terrible so it's really just friday today and was, yesterday yeah. but like today and yesterday though it's like i walked outside i'm like oh cool i don't need three hats or whatever right um, yeah no exactly it's i've been oh, i've been able to make it with just like going outside for a couple of seconds with, like a hoodie on so i'm doing okay i think yeah you know life is improving slowly if slow slightly disappointingly uh, starting lineups real quick for the Bulls. Rose Butler, Dunleavy, Gasol, and Noah. That's assuming no one gets hurt in the time between now and tomorrow's game. But, uh, you know, we'll see. For the Bucks, it's really, really difficult to say with all the trades they just made and whatnot. But we're going to assume it is Michael Carter-Williams, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Jared Dudley, and John Henson. Obviously, that's all kind of subject to change given the state of their roster right now. Uh, injuries, there are kind of minor injuries all over the place. I guess the biggest one is Carter Williams is doubtful for the Hawks game tonight with a toe injury. Uh, I'd expect him to play tomorrow because he's expected to play today, but he is listed as doubtful for some reason. Um, This is a game that is actually probably going to be way more competitive than people thought it would be at the start of the year. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be one of those games that, like, I want to, like, a year ago, I would say, oh, it's an easy win for the Bulls. Like, I just don't know. Like, this Bucks team is so confusing and, like, oddly good that it's it's hard to say that it's going to be, like, an easy win for the Bulls. Like, by yeah. all means, I think they should win it, but I don't know. It's, like, something about like the bucks this year it's like you can't really rule them out in any game it seems and i think it's kind of the same equation that the bulls had going for them just kind of with a bit less star power i guess is it's defense will keep you in a lot of games and if you can pull things together late then you'll actually manage to win games um they win a lot of games at home which is you know good for them taking advantage of their home court uh, i mean considering the fact that their home court's gonna be uh gone within the next like two years or whatever getting a new yeah. arena you know that's a good thing though you've have you seen that arena in person before i have actually never had the privilege of going to the bmo harris bradley center so uh oh well you missed out on two giant concrete walls um, i feel like i'm gonna make at least one trip to milwaukee to go to a bucks game before then because i actually like the bucks well enough so yeah the bucks I might are well kinda, do it the bucks are like fun to watch they've got like this little like, hey, don't count us out mentality, which is fun. It's Like I said, it's kind of what the Bulls had going for them the last few years. Um, outside of that, though, I don't know where the Bucks really get anything from, at least with now Brandon Knight gone. That, um, that's really the question, because it's like they got rid of Brandon Knight and they got Michael Carter-Williams, which like, I know 
amongst all of us, like for the podcast and stuff, I was like maybe the only person who was legitimately hyped for that. You seem but really excited about. It. I was ex- I was excited about it, but like since then, I've kind of gone back and like looked at Brandon Knight's numbers, and I'm like, you know, he I don't know. Their leading scorer, it, assister, and stealer. Right. So I think the thing <laughs> is, like, it's a huge like high risk, high reward kind of thing. Where like, if Michael Carter Williams ends up being really good for them, which would require Jason Kidd to like really, really. Like, really reach him and make him like really good at shooting and stuff but like granted no jason kidd wasn't i I don't know basically point is is that i think that it could work out really well but i also see it being a huge disaster and like the thing that is like completely derails the team like this season yeah the thing that confused me is like they traded carter williams who yeah he's what is he 23 i think he's actually older than brandon knight by like uh, a few months or something. I think, yeah, right? so it's not like they were like trading down to plan for the future. It's like they're just like, eh, we just kind of want this guy more than our current guy. Which, if you look at how they play individually, it's kind of confusing, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I think is, like, go ahead. Sorry. It's hard to judge Carter Williams too because he was on such a shitty team mm-hmm. as really the only option at all. So his numbers are inflated, but at the same time, his percentages are probably fucked too. You know. Right, um, yeah, it's like he didn't really have any options of people to like pass to and uh, do much with on that team. I mean, still somehow, Covington, yeah, Co- Covington Tony Roten, uh, Alexi Shved for a little bit there. I don't know, man. That team was a fucking train wreck. I hate that too. I mean, can we get off topic for a second and talk about yeah, how much yeah. I hate the fucking 76ers? I hate, hate that. I hate that they don't even try to be competitive. I think it ruins the league. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't win within the current system. Let's just break it as much as we can and ruin <laughs> the whole point. It's like when it's like that one friend that you have that when you play like FIFA or 2K with them, they intentionally try to score a ton with one player just to prove how fucked up the game is. And it's like, no, move the ball. Come on. Yeah, like, oh, no. yeah, sure. Yeah. You can break the game, but, you know, why not just actually have it played how it's supposed to? It, You're the problem, Philadelphia. Exactly. The thing is, is like, I think that it like. I won't question the players like no uh drive or anything. I'm sure like they're giving it their all, but I think just like the way that they're being run right now is just so like this is it's lazy. Like it's it's an awesome tank job. They're doing a great job at it, but like Yeah, they're great cost, at sucking. Know? They're great at <laughs> assembling <laughs> the shittiest team in history. It's, Good for it's, you. <laughs> it's like some weird version of the producers kind of where like they're intentionally just doing really, really bad and like somehow it's kind of working and like I don't know, man. That's the thing, it might not even work. Like, what if they just get a bunch of duds with their 17 draft picks or continue to trade away their most promising players? That was the most fun part of, I think, um, all of the trade deadline on uh, Thursday was seeing, like, the dumb amount of, like, picks that they got from it. What is it, like, 17 that they have right now? They have 17 picks. I mean, like, I don't know how many are first-round ones or second-round ones, but, like, that team... They like they know what they're doing. That's like what's frustrating is it's easy to be like, oh, like, fuck that. I hate what they're doing, but like they're doing so well at it. It's really funny. Yeah, I guess it is entertaining in a way. I just you got to feel really bad for both the players and the fans with and Philadelphia. That's the, the thing is I feel really bad for the players. Yeah, like because like, I mean, players don't tank. They always have incentive to do well. They exactly. always want to be the best they can be. But when your general management is just like, yeah, we're gonna pretty much put the team that works the worst together. Um, sorry, 
And it's the thing is like when you're put into a system like that and you're a rookie like Nerlens Noel, um, yeah, like, KJ McDaniel, it's like you're basically just like you're not doomed for failures. I think they're both gonna be players that can do well in the league, but like they don't they they can't build up a ton of like if they get experience, what kind of confidence do you get from being in that system, you know? Like it's basically just saying like, okay, well the first like two or three years you're on the team is gonna really suck, but we're gonna get good, don't worry. It's like, no, it's not it's not really good. Yeah, it's not even that, though. It's the first two or three years you're on the team, we're going to suck and you're going to suck. Um, then we're going to trade you for assets and you can yeah. go ride the bench somewhere else and fade into obscurity while we try to get the next LeBron on a whim. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, fuck the 76ers front office. I hate them for what they're doing. Right. Like last year, there's the whole thing with the Bucks. I guess I'm bringing it back to them. But like there was that whole thing like last year where people were kind of accusing them of the same thing. But I feel like. It was like I don't feel like the Bucks were trying to lose. No, the Bucks like, actually had like they assembled a group of people who I mean, look, this year they were successful. They're a young team who's kind of starting to emerge. Um, yeah. You know why they kind of broke that group up? It's hard to say, but it might also very well pay off for them. I mean, they beat the Nuggets in their first game since then, so it's not like they destroyed their team entirely. Um also not like the nuggets are some great team but still yeah. a win is a win um speaking what, the, of, what, what happened the, to the what nuggets, the nuggets? <laughs> they just blew up like got rid of aaron to follow which like all right whatever like i, I understand he was kind of redundant on that team but right yeah no but like what happened to that team man they had weren't they like a fifth seed a couple years ago in the west yeah and... they they weren't that bad but uh I don't know. It's just so many different things. I think, you know, obviously the stuff with Tyler Lawson has kind of derailed the team in a sense. I think their coach came out, or not coach, like I can't remember who the hell it was from the team, but kind of said, like, he needs to mature and stuff. So it's, man, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But uh, talking about this game real quick, um, the Bucks and the Bulls, um, what do you think is the one definitive thing that the Bulls need to do if they're going to win this game? Man, I, that's that's like the tough thing is that like I can't think of the the one thing they have to do because I think like I I don't know I mean I can just give a shitty answer just I mean I yeah guess, give a shitty answer just <laughs> this fucking score like that's a good defense I don't know how you break it down but I don't know, move the ball really well or something like that uh, I don't know like it 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 should be an easy win but like the Bucks are such a weird like question mark team as to like what you do to beat them like if you look at the Bucks stats like they're one like one like the bottom half like rebounding teams like they're not particularly good at that uh they're like they bottom was, five rebounding yeah bottom, they're bottom they're yeah 26 and rebound they don't score they just happen to win games and like and, even like you look on paper in the matchups it's like well Derek Rose is better than Carter Williams Jimmy Butler's better than Giannis uh Dunleavy and Middleton maybe a wash like, and then if anything, it's like the length that the Bucks have. Like, yeah, that's the and, only thing that now. And like, how the like, what the like, what do you do about that? You know, like yeah. they have long arms. They like, stick them around stuff, and they'll poke the ball loose sometimes. Like, I guess it like, does feed into their defense, and it helps right. that they're an athletic team, so they can get steals and they can run. Um, and the Bulls right. do have a bit of a problem with turnovers, so I guess it kind of starts there, just being smart with the ball. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely part of it, I think. I think, you know what? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, be that's smart my answer. With the ball. Be smart with the ball. High basketball IQ. He's a coach's son. Uh, you know, speaking of coaches, I have to ask, do you think Jason Kidd's in the running for coach of the year? I think he kind of has to be in the discussion. Um, yeah, definitely. 
I don't think he can really win because of how the Hawks have performed and how the Warriors, both those teams, took such a huge step forward. Um, You could even make an argument for the Raptors coach. His name escapes me right now. Uh, Dwayne Casey? Dwayne Casey, there you go, because he did a great job with that team, at least at the beginning of the year. Um, but no, I definitely think you have to throw Jason Kidd in there because like we said at the beginning of the year, um, if we got to this game in the schedule, we'd be like, no, fuck no, the Bulls are definitely going to win. And now it's kind of like, oh, the Bulls should win, but we don't know why they might lose. Right. Yeah. Um, and I guess you really can only point to coaching. I mean, everyone talked shit about Jason Kidd when he went over, which, you know, reasonably show, uh, that was kind of shitty with the Nets, but, um. I mean, he's made it work with the pieces he's had in place, which hasn't been the pieces he thought he would have. I mean, he, he they haven't even had Larry Sanders, who was their best rim protector. I don't understand yeah. the Bucks. There's like a article that Jared Bayless, I think, posted recently. It's about like the uh, like the locker room chemistry for that team and like what Jason Kidd has done. And like, apparently, he's just completely turned things around. And like. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's, it was nice to read that. I can't remember. Yeah. It sounds like blog or something, but it was, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to see what, like how that team just kind of turned everything around. And I guess it shows that he is a good coach, which for the first half of last season, there was a lot of doubting of how good Jason Kidd is coach and stuff. There was like the spilling the soda on the court. And then <laughs> second half of the year, though, the Nets were like pretty good. So I don't know. Fucking Jason Kidd spilling soda all over the place. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. Can't do can't that. Can't even lead a team. Yep. Um, so we want to make some predictions real quick now that we've yeah. talked about the game for a total of three minutes and yeah, seriously, it went <laughs> off about 76 years more than like the game itself. Um, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I gotta uh, say probably Bulls will win it, I think. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm leaning. I'm thinking like in the range of like 98, 90, right around there, just cause I think it will be a defensive battle. Um, I think it'll get to a point late in the game where the Bulls just kind of have guys who can score late and the Bucks really don't. And yeah. um, and the guys who do, we can just kind of put a defensive matchup on them that fucks them up for the rest of the game. Right. Um, thanks, Jimmy Butler. Um, I am kind of curious, though, for an extra prediction here. Who do you think is going to be the one random-ass player who kills us? From the Sun, it was P.J. Tucker. It was P.J. Tucker for the Sun. So who is it going to be night um if i said henson that doesn't really count because he actually tends to do well right against the bulls yeah or i think he, it's someone uh, else. yeah he's kind of long and just problemsome problemsome Dur- is not a word jared dudley jared dudley yeah, jared he, dudley's yeah. Having a good game. old dudders uh yeah. wasn't i think it was before we did the last bucks pregame jared dudley hit like seven threes in a game yeah, he's going to have some of the game that doesn't make sense. So I think he'll be that one player who, uh, I don't know, he's going to be tricky, he's going to be sneaky, but... My uh, my guess is going to be Johnny O'Brien third. Is it, does he even get minutes, really? Or... Uh, Apparently, you know, yeah, let's see. <laughs> per, game is, per game, um, it's saying he gets 12 minutes a game, so... Yeah, I mean, look, Johnny O'Brien second, famous for his uh, name, I guess... And he passed yeah. that down onto his son, and uh, his son is a 6'9", 265-pound wrecking ball. There you and go. he's going to tear through Pau Gasol. All, All right. Now. He's going to set a season high, maybe, points. And uh, also three-point attempts. Right. It's yeah. going down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you want to predict the ball of the game? 
Call the game. I think. Rose. Why not? Say Rose. Rose. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Rose would be a good pick. I'm not sure how well he actually does against longer guards, just because he does struggle to get around a little bit. And uh, yeah. If, like we said, with that length, it might be tough for him to get into the lane. If, if he starts shooting a little bit too much, um, he might not really find a rhythm early on, which we've kind of seen that he does need to do. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler just because I think his defense is going to be a really big deal. Um, I think he will be a good matchup for the athleticism that the Bucks bring, and I don't really think they have the actual strength to match up with him in the post. Let's say, so, who's going to be on Jimmy? Like, who's going to be defending him? Giannis uh, or... Uh... I'd put Giannis, I think, because you could probably... Ooh. I don't know, because Middleton's kind of kind of short i think he's like what six five maybe something like that six yeah. six um, yeah and it's kind of hard to put a guy that small on dunleavy especially <laughs> since wow what a sound um <laughs> you made like a robot cough there um i'm sure people in the recording will hear it but i it's kind of hard to guard dunleavy on the perimeter with a smaller guy <laughs> so they might have to slide Giannis over which right. could really open things up for Butler if he could get into the post because Middleton really isn't a post defender by any means. So, you know what? Uh, I have to say, I'm excited for this game. Yeah, it should actually be it's, a really it, good game. Like, it'll be really, yeah, it'll be interesting to see just to see how uh, Mel Carter Williams does, like, you know, him against Rose. Uh, it you know might what? not be a pretty game, but I bet yeah. it'll be competitive as fuck. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. anything else we want to mention before we roll out? No? Uh, no, I can't really think of anything, to be honest with you. So, uh, oh yeah, we did just do a uh, regular podcast, so check that oh, yeah. out. That probably came out yesterday when you guys are hearing this. It's so, a good one. I, uh, I, I go off a little bit about Kevin Garnett to the Timberwolves. <laughs> so, yeah, it's worth I'm really, listening. I'm really sad I missed that one. Uh, as usual, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, uh, subreddit, all that shit. FreeCheeseAndHotSauce.com, that's our website. That's where you can find absolutely everything we do. So if you want more stuff about the Bulls, head on over there. Uh, as usual, no, no, no more as usual. So that's all the thing. Oh, jeez, I just dropped a flash drive on my desk. Oh, uh, oh boy. I fucked up the whole pregame. Uh, drive home safely, internet. Beep, beep.